Welcome to the Sisterhood of Healing podcast, the podcast that wants to help you reach your best and most divine potential. Each week, we dive into topics concerning inner healing, wellness, and spirituality. We discuss strategies and practice from our own personal experiences regarding higher energies, trauma, and connecting to the divine as we take you through our own personal journeys to discover the highest versions of ourselves. In combination with guest speakers, we bring you a comprehensive guide to mental and spiritual wellness and the ability to connect to yourself and the world around you on a deeper level. I'm Nicole. And I'm Christina. And we are two sisters who want to take you along on our spiritual and healing journey. We are each on our own individual healing and spiritual path and bring unique perspectives regarding yoga, chakra healing, meditation, intuition, and trauma healing. Sometimes life is messy, sometimes it's confusing, and sometimes everything falls perfectly into place. Join us as we navigate the path to divine enlightenment together. Hello sisters, brothers, and all non-binary listeners, and welcome to today's episode of the Sisterhood of Healing podcast. On today's episode, it's me and Nicole, and we're chatting about Nicole's healing journey and kind of what the transition from uh, her own personal healing journey into motherhood has been like. Hey everyone, uh, we have the tiniest, newest member of the sisterhood here with us <laughs> today. We have two-month-olds, Gabriel, so you might hear some background noises, um, but he's pretty content right now, so we're hoping he's going to stay content for the mm-hmm. remaining of this podcast recording, but... <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. And if you hear a buzzing, that's just his little his vibrating chair. His massage chair. <laughs> <laughs> that I wish I was chilling in right now. Right? Don't we all? <laughs> it's pretty amazing. He looks pretty cozy tucked up in there. <laughs> um, so I guess Nicole, what we kind of wanna talk about, or like what I'm curious about, I guess, because I haven't even chatted with you about this, is I guess maybe start off with what your journey was like before, like why you went on your healing journey and then kind of how your, your journey has morphed as you have, uh, you're kind of like settling into motherhood and then like what that journey's like been like. Yeah. So I would say that my healing journey probably started about five years ago. Um, and that's when my awareness of my need to heal I guess we could call it um I felt like I was in a really angry place I was just generally an an angry person um not feeling like I was where I wanted to be in life felt like my ego was was leading me Mm -hmm. um And I feel like really what started it all was when our mom got diagnosed with breast cancer. And it made me realize that before this diagnosis, like I really had nothing significant to be angry about and life could be so much worse. And why was I angry about everything? Like, like this is something serious and like, that's what I can be angry about. But in that moment, I chose not to have anger about it. Um, I don't know why, uh, but maybe it was just how I, how I coped with it, that I needed to be strong and I needed to be positive 
and I needed to not let it get to me. Like you chose not to have anger about mom's diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and at that time, that's when I started doing yoga. Mm. Um, and so with yoga, um, I got into meditation, which like, you know, you and I have discussed so much on the podcast and, um, I started to heal mentally and spiritually and physically as well. Um, and having like scoliosis, having a lot of body pain, I was always, I guess, <laughs> moody mm-hmm, <laughs> being, so. yeah, being in pain. And so I started to physically heal. And when I started to physically heal, I guess all of that, um, mental and emotional healing started, um, so yeah and then I started doing my teacher training in 2021 my yoga teacher training and I started learning more about the ego and how I was letting that present itself in my life and how it made me I was almost like jealous of where other people were like I said I was unhappy with where I was and it gave me more of an appreciation for where I, where I was in my life and where I was in my journey. Um, yeah, and it wasn't something that happened overnight. Healing took months and months and months. I mean, like it did start in 2017, but I feel like the biggest, most significant part of my healing journey started at the beginning of 2021 when I did my teacher training and it took like a solid yeah six months to feel like I was in a significantly better place and just yeah so much happy with where I was and once I was happy with where I was I felt like everything that I saw other people doing and experiencing in life like it wasn't something that I needed for myself anymore and yeah I was just really happy with where I was um yeah and then 2022 comes along and I got pregnant and oh baby sneezes (laughs) and uh yeah I was in a much better place and all of that that anger like that past self was was gone and I focused on having a healthy pregnancy and here I am now in 2023 with a two month old and feeling like I'm in a place where, um, like I know who I am and I don't have that anger. And I'm glad that I went through that healing journey because I wouldn't have been able to show up as a parent as I, as I needed to show Mm -hmm. up without having gone through that. Mm -hmm. And I know that like, with things like the even the way that you speak to Gabriel or the decisions you make you make them with like such awareness because now you're like you know what we're not we're not going to use these phrases or it's okay if you know I say or do this or feel this or whatever it is and I feel like that takes such an awareness because um I mean I'm not a parent but I think with your first baby like you're figuring it out as you go mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm assuming like yeah. you've never done this before so you're figuring it out and where you would have learned how to do it if you are going to have an example is your parents so I feel like it's it's natural to 
to take like whatever you learned from your parents' parenting and adopt it and run with it. But it's not always necessarily, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's not like the best road to take. Yeah. Sometimes like, sometimes, you know, sometimes we all do things in life out of necessity without giving it much thought. And sometimes it can have, you know, negative emotional, mental repercussions kind of thing. So mm-hmm. you're very like intentional, I feel like with, with how you're parenting your two month old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely a greater level of awareness about, um, how I'm raising him and how we were raised not to say like we had a bad upbringing but I think just being raised by baby boomers Mm -hmm. they just had a certain way of doing things and and approach to parenting and all these different ideals and us millennials (laughs) were more woke quote-unquote more conscious Uh, yeah as we like to say um yeah just like simple things that I'm more aware of like obviously he's like two months old so there's not much like parenting that comes in with a two-month-old um but just having the language the, the appropriate language to have with him um like this sounds like such a silly example of um and and you know this example about him being a quote-unquote good eater Mm -hmm. and how I don't want to use that language around him because like being what does it mean to be good it means that the opposite is to be bad at something and Mm -hmm. like I don't want to have these negative connotations that are attached to to him um eating and you know having relationships yeah relationships with food relationship with body image and it's so hard because I find myself wanting to say like, oh, you're such a good eater after finishing a whole bottle, you know, in a good period of time. Again, I say a good period of time, mm-hmm. um, but that. yeah. Um, but yeah, being, being more aware for sure about um, how I'm speaking to him and the way I react to things. There's like, so many times where I could be completely stressed out and be pulling the hair out of my head or want to scream at him, you know, because he doesn't want to go down for a nap, but then I have to pause and think like, is this, is this how I want to be speaking to him? And is this how I want to react? And like, at the end of the day, does it, does it really matter how quickly he goes down or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, um yeah so it's just a different level of awareness and I'm sure my awareness will expand as I continue on this journey as Gabriel gets older (laughs) new challenges will arise yeah for healing so I'm curious I just want to like backtrack a little bit to you saying like back in 2017 like you realized you were just so angry and like did you were you able to like in your healing were you able to kind of like pinpoint where that anger came from like what its origins were and then how did you how did you reprogram yourself how did you work through that anger and like that realization Mm. 
Well, I think I was around a lot of negative people for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think we grew up with, with an ego mm-hmm. and a comparison mentality and like our mom like always I don't want to say speaking ill of people but but speaking of other people Mm -hmm. and maybe not highlighting the most positive things all the time yeah I I just I think there was a lot of comparison Mm -hmm. and we learned to compare ourselves to other people So I always felt like I was in competition with other people when really I was just in competition with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just yeah, being angry, having a lot of negativity around me, mostly in the workplace, having a lot of negativity mm-hmm. around me. And once I moved into a different role with my work, that definitely got better. But I found myself getting so angry so easily over the tiniest things. And that's because I was reacting the same way that other people around me were reacting. Mm. And it really required me to pause before I reacted to see if I was responding in the appropriate way. And were you getting angry at those people? Like, were you lashing out at those people? Or like what? How, how was your anger expressed? No, I was never lashing out at other people, but it was just like frustration. You know, you feel like that, like burning heat within you and just being like, ah. Um, and like not, not being direct towards the people that were frustrating me, but, you know, saying to my colleagues, like, ah, you know, this person did X, Y, and Z. And just that's feeling, how you learned. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's how I learned to react to things. Um, so yeah, taking taking a step back and thinking about what is it that's making me upset or you know react in this way, and how can I react differently? And it's all about just taking a pause. Yeah, taking a breath, and like giving other people that like that grace, being kinder and more you know aware of where maybe they're coming from yeah I feel like in the day-to-day like our lives are so busy that we fail to take the pause like let alone for ourselves but especially to have those few moments or those moments of awareness to give other people that understanding Mm -hmm. because like we we're kind of like on our own mission throughout the day to like do whatever we need to do or accomplish whatever we need to accomplish feel whatever we need to feel and sometimes our our understanding our empathy for other people kind of gets lost in the wayside Mm. with that yeah yeah because we're all just completely Mm -hmm. Mm self-absorbed going on with our day and only concerned about what's affecting us how it's affecting us Mm -hmm. yeah once we give people more grace then I don't know I guess it just makes our our lives our relationships easier Mm -hmm. and how have your relationships changed like since you've you've gone through like your healing and you know you pinpointed like your thing was like you were always angry you're always just like feeling angry like now that 
you've got like the skills and like your toolbox to pause and to be more self-aware and whatever like how has that changed the relationships around you like maybe in the workspace friends family whatever I think I've learned to say no um just having more awareness of of how I'm feeling like I was such a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and now I'm not Mm -hmm. um I will do what is right for me what I have the emotional and mental capacity for and yeah I I will say no because I'm not going to put that on myself um I don't know where do I want to go with this what have your relationships have my relationship oh right um I think like in my own like personal relationship like in my marriage like I was always like quick to react or so quick to have a certain tone and now like I find I don't speak with that tone anymore Mm -hmm. and like even when my partner um has like a tone with me I'll, I'll be like hey like are you aware that you're having this tone with me right now because what did I do to deserve mm-hmm. that kind of tone? Like, you don't need to speak with me mm-hmm. or speak to me like that. Um, so now because I have that level of awareness, I want to share that awareness <laughs> with him or enlighten him. Um, and I feel like that's made room for more um, open and honest conversation mm-hmm. in our relationship because before it would just be like a screaming match or, you know you're just like talking at each other mm-hmm. and I think I've learned to listen better mm-hmm. yeah it all comes with like like you said like understanding your ego knowing like when your ego is needing to <laughs> speak louder yeah. to be right yeah checking your ego and and yeah um have, I feel like that takes, would take a lot of patience too. Mm. Is that yes. something that has evolved more? Yeah, I think my patience has evolved more, but I think that comes with having a crazy dog. <laughs> <laughs> my crazy dog, my crazy two-year-old dog has, I know it sounds so silly, but she has taught me so much patience because mm-hmm. what I would have gotten angry for two years ago, there's no way I would get angry for now. Like the simplest thing, like mm-hmm. having you know, dog hair on my floors. I was like so crazy with that. And then now I'm like, okay, you know what? It's not the end of the world. And I think in the way that I've healed, it all comes down to like, is this make or break? Like, mm-hmm. is this the end of the world? Mm-hmm. No. So I'm just going to roll with the punches and literally just deal with whatever is thrown at me. Mm-hmm. that day at that hour at that minute at that second and that's being so present too yes that requires like such a level of being present yeah yep um and I as you know would have identified myself as someone who had anxiety like crazy anxiety where like I wouldn't want to go to work that day mm-hmm. just because I was thinking about what may happen just the Mm -hmm. anticipation of my day would kill me and now I don't have that anxiousness um I guess (laughs) I I do to a certain extent now that I have a baby but um in the last year pre-baby I could honestly say that I did not feel that anxiousness Mm -hmm. because I just took things as they come dealt with them as they came Mm -hmm. 
I think it's really important because a lot of times like we build ourselves up and we build like all these scenarios up in our mind of like what could happen if or like making up making up scenarios and, yeah. and going over and over them and fixating on them and then by the time you actually get to that situation it doesn't even happen but you're so worked up yeah you're so upset in your head right yeah yeah it's all literally like events that that we're making up yeah it's so silly but I'm sure all of us do it oh yeah I heard a saying once that this is saying the most of our fears are made up or most of our anxiousness is made up by our fears that never even come to fruition like Mm -hmm. something like that like we work ourselves up over these things we're worried about and these things that could happen and the things like never happen Mm -hmm. so why are we wasting all of our time being worried Mm -hmm. about it but again it all comes down to presence yeah yeah it's so true and now as a mother I find myself being like anxious in the morning like okay I need to get up and like, because I'm like pumping my breast milk instead of breastfeeding my baby directly, I like wake up and, and I'm needing to do that. And I'm needing to feed him and feed myself and change out of my pajamas and, you know, brush my teeth and do all these things. And my anxiety has changed because I'm like trying to do all of these things so quickly. And And now I'm needing to take a step back and really think about what actually needs to be done in that moment. Again, it's all about being present. Like, do I absolutely need to brush my teeth in this moment? (laughs) No, I don't. What I absolutely need to do is feed my screaming baby Mm -hmm. or whatever, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'll get stressed out because I need to put him down because I feel like need to go do the dishes. It's like, does that really matter right now? Mm -hmm. I don't know. My priority, my priorities have changed. I think it's really important when you just said like, do I need to go do the dishes? I think of when we were growing up and like mom and how stressed out mom used to get. Yeah. Around the holidays or like when we would have company over because she's like, the house isn't clean. Like this is over here that this needs to be done. And she would just, she, she was so stressed out to the point where it was stressing us out. It was impacting everyone in the household. And I just think, like, really, do those dishes need to be done? Like, no. does it? If, yeah, if, if I need to make a bottle, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I need to do that. But it's not worth your sanity. It's not it's worth not. your peace. It's not, because I can do it later when my husband comes home and, and he has hands, too. And if the dishes have to sit in the sink for baby. two or three days, like, who cares? <laughs> you know what? I'm sure there's going to yeah. be times where <laughs> that happens, and that's just life. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. I hope I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I get to that, but (laughs) (laughs) I can manage having dirty dishes for at least a few hours. Yeah. So I'm still healing. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) But in my defense, I don't use my dishwasher Mm -hmm. and I need one sink to clean bottles with. Mm -hmm. So you've got to keep. Yeah, I need to. I need to keep up with that. But I mean, that's that's dish talk (laughs) (laughs) say like do do you think you notice a change in me oh do I notice a change yeah um hmm I have to think about that because I see all the time I think I think oh you get emotional I think um 
I think I, I notice your level of awareness. I definitely really noticed that. And yeah, the anger thing, I've actually think about it. Like you're not like losing, I can say you're losing your, <laughs> you don't lose it and snap. And yeah. And I'm, I'm like really proud of like the mother that you are because yeah. oh, I'm really emotional. <laughs> I'm really emotional. No, because it's just like so heartwarming to like, I just think you're such a good person and to see you now, um, like using your level of awareness and your skills to, to like look after a little human and I don't know, it's just, I just think it's so beautiful and to just like see how far you've come and, and just like, I don't know, I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but just just like the the love and the awareness and the presence that you have as a person but mostly as a mom is just really mm-hmm. nice to see oh you're me to cry <laughs> thank you I think that's really nice oh I know <laughs> our cat's here now too so if you hear bird <laughs> she's happy too this uh recording's a whole family affair right now. <laughs> uh she's got to get in on the action yeah she does she's <laughs> loving this she's like oh family to pet me thank you <laughs> Um, yeah, I definitely, I'm curious, like how have, cause like mom and dad raised us, obviously how have mom and dad been with, I guess, like with the type of parent that you are, I don't know if that's a weird question to ask or if I phrase that right, but like, do you find that they question the things that you do and not, not in a judgmental way, but because you're at a different level of understanding and awareness than yeah they, they had yeah 100 like the example of like eating like telling mom like we're never gonna we're not gonna a force food and b we're not gonna like comment on on the amount of food eaten um so yeah I th- they do question it but not from um uh a judgmental perspective it's from like definitely understanding and then just yeah wanting to understand why I'm choosing to parent in a certain way mm-hmm. um but also like times times have changed and the way that we do things as parents nowadays are completely different from the way that they did things and again that comes from the new level of like awareness and level of information that we have out there you know mm. like safe sleeping practices yeah <laughs> yeah sure we went down on our stomachs and slept with blankets but we also don't do that now because it, unfortunately shows, yeah, yeah. Dad, data shows that it's not safe for infants and you know this is why we sleep on our backs with sleep sacks or swaddles and yeah it's it's definitely different parenting and mom and dad will question me all the time (laughs) on why I'm doing things a certain way but um yeah we were fine we survived um but yeah the data shows that there's more safe way to do things now um so yeah it's not questioning my my parenting skills it's it's just questioning the way I do things and I will flat out be like, no, this is not safe for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mom had him sleeping in this 
vibrating chair the other night when she was watching him and I was like no you need to take him out of that now because he will suffocate if he sleeps so in the vibrating chair well because he could like slump down and and Um, he can like cut off his airways so yeah just things like that that mom and dad weren't aware (laughs) about but again it's their generation yeah and I guess they figure like, yeah, like you said, you guys survive, so it's fine. It's yeah. Like, well, we're, we're more aware now, so we're not going to take those chances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I'm taking chances with this little guy. Do you ever find that your old, like the unhealed version of yourself ever pops back up? Or is there anything that currently triggers it now that you are a new mom and you've got like new and different stressors kind of on your plate? Yeah, and like I'm home alone with the baby and the dog during the day. And with the baby, like I feel like the baby's so easy <laughs> compared to the dog. And, <laughs> you know, I don't ever want to yell around my baby, but sometimes like oh, is just absolutely not listening and come to the point where I'm like screaming at the top of my lungs to get her to stop doing something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, like I feel like I've resorted back to just being an angry person and I don't want to feel this way. And I feel guilty as soon as I yell, I'm like, oh my God what am I doing? Like, I don't want to be yelling around my child. I don't want him to react this way. How dare I react like this in front of him? Like, I, I want to behave in a way that I want him to behave. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I unfortunately find myself do resorting back to my old ways sometimes. But again, I have that level of awareness as soon as I do it. And I'm working on correcting that behavior. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that you want to behave in a way that you want him to behave because so many times like dad in seriousness and in jest has said, do as I say, not as I do yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. And I think that sends such confusing signals to kids because like par- as parents, you're their first role models yeah and they're gonna mimic what you do not always like kids don't listen to what you say all the time they're gonna push those boundaries but they definitely learn and they're watching and they see what you're doing every day so it's I think it's so important that your actions and your words match because he's watching what you're doing yeah constantly like you are modeling the kind of person you want him to be yeah sure essentially right like yeah your your children become many versions of you and once they become adults and become more self-aware if they do they have the choice to you know continue those learned habits or or change yeah yeah no uh for sure it's it's not a, a small feat either I feel like there's so much pressure on parents to raise you know all little baby coos to raise <laughs> little humans that that are self-aware and uh and you know good contributing members of society like there's mm-hmm. there's so much on parents but um I just try to not be super hard on myself and and literally just take it day by day yeah I think that's that's really it's really good advice. And I think sometimes it's important for us to hear that, like, just take it day by day and be easy on yourself. And it's simple advice, but I think it's, it's valuable advice because I would imagine, I mean, life in general gets overwhelming. I would imagine 
life with a tiny little human you're trying to keep alive is is uh really difficult mm-hmm. as well and overwhelming so yeah yeah for sure um I'm just glad that I'm in a place that is healthy and I can be the healthiest version of myself for him mm-hmm. what advice would you give to new moms out there if there if any of our listeners are new moms right now I would say new to parents. new parents I would say to give yourself some grace and um do what you feel is best for you not what you think um other other people want you to do mm-hmm. yeah block out that old parenting <laughs> don't hold your baby too much I was just gonna say I can't believe the number of times that I've been told in the last like two weeks that I'm holding my baby too much. God forbid I have a child who feels safe and secure around me. How unfortunate would that be? (laughs) And at the end of the day, am I going to have a 12-year-old that doesn't want to be put down? No, no, no. (laughs) Eventually he will not want to be held by me and he's only small for so long. And if that means... I have less time to do the dishes and more time to hold him and then that's the way it's gonna go it's gonna go then so be it (laughs) um any final words or any anything else that was left unsaid that you really think uh has been an integral part of your journey that could be helpful to other people Mm, I feel like we said it before and I'll say it again that healing is not (laughs) sure it says that oh is brushing up against the microphone sorry everyone (laughs) There is, ASMR right there. <laughs> there's literally so much back and forth with healing and uh there's always going to be a new trigger mm, yeah and um yeah you're, you're, you're always going to be healing some version of yourself mm. never I don't I don't think we're ever completely healed yep we're humans right we're constantly learning evolving and like you said there's always gonna be triggers there's gonna be new experiences yeah. that we're gonna need to learn exactly how to cope with and life comes at you fast and furious and you know just understand that like you said take it one day at a time yep exactly one day at a time well thanks for sitting down and and having this very open chat about your journey and about motherhood and this little gabriel i think it's maybe time for a diaper change for him so <laughs> Um, <laughs> we'll go get him a nice clean dry diaper but uh yeah thank you so much thanks for listening that's it for our show today thanks for joining remember you can always reach out to us on our socials on instagram at sisterhood underscore of underscore healing or on TikTok at Sisterhood of Healing. We love to hear from you, so please reach out to us at any time. Thank you for journeying with us today. We'll see you next time.